All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Y'all okay? Yeah, we're fine. I'm good. You ever have that friend? Are, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just Eeyore. You know, they just sort of Eeyore around. Y'all, y'all look like a bunch of Eeyores, and I mean that the best way I can. So Eeyore is not a very attra- attractive individual. What's that? He's. That's right. That's right. Whose phone was? I'm sorry, I got lost because that phone was going. Was that your phone, cat? Did you? I thought you were like, let's cheer the room up. I've got a great song. <laughs> friends are friends forever. Oh, some of y'all, y'all, a lot of y'all, you like, huh? What's that? Um. Anybody have any clue what we talked about two weeks ago? We didn't meet last week. Any, any, anybody in here, you were so gripped and so moved and you just wept through the night. Um, from what I spoke on. Anybody, anybody remember what it was about at all? Know what book we were in? Anybody, tell me what book we were in. Mark. Mark. <laughs> See, y'all, all, y'all all were just so moved. Good. Mark, we're in the book of Mark, and we talked about the cross. Yes, somebody got it. The cross and, um, and sort of what, what, the, what the cross meant and how, in truth, the cross didn't kill him. It, it, was, it was our sin being placed upon him, and the, the weight of our sin is what, what, what was the sacrifice he became for our sin. So that's sort of where we came to an end from last week. Um, we're, so we're, th- this week, once again, we're in the book of, which was written by, who was an, uh, no, it wasn't an apostle. <laughs> Come on now, remember, it wasn't an apostle. But it wasn't really Mark's eyewitness eye account. Whose account of it what was the book written? What, what, who did he write through the eyes of? Peter. Okay, that's what we believe. It was Peter's account. He spent a lot of time with Peter before Peter died. And Peter was martyred for his faith. And how did did, did he die? Crucified upside down. Okay, we're going to get back into that because that's going to be near the end of what we talk about tonight. But but he believed in what he said. He believed in what he, he spoke about and lived out and what he saw so much that he, he died for it. And that's a very important thing we're going to talk about. Um <clears throat> So we're going to be in Mark chapter 15. So if you've got your Bibles, and, and, and can I tell you, I know some of you come straight from school. You're like, some of you go, man, I came from school, so I, I couldn't bring my Bible. And I'm like, well, you bring your Bible to school, right? Because you can. You're allowed to do that. Okay, just let you know. Um, so bring your Bibles to this place. We put it on the screen to help. That's more for guests that may come in here. If, if you're in here at any length of time, man, we want you to bring your own Bible to look at, to read. I want you, as long as your parents are okay, to mark in it and to write in it if something jumps out underline it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back to this and read, read this again. It's okay. God will not, um, you're, it's not a sin to write in your Bible. It is to scratch out stuff and write your own stuff. That's a sin. Don't do that, okay? I had to tell Noah not to, to do it. No, yeah, you were like four, but still. <laughs> Sorry, son. You were so cute back then. We won't talk about that. Okay. Anyways, back to it. Question number one. Now, we're going to read some text together. We're going to read a lot tonight, and um, so I'm going to ask you um, at first to stand up for the first text that we read. For the rest of it, I'm going to ask you to sit down. So, so let's, y'all, y'all stand up as we read this first text. We're going to be in Mark chapter 15, right at the end of Mark, page 852 in my Bible. 
don't know what it is in yours. You might have, don't yaw. Mine's the same. We're twins. You know, uh, that's not the case. So we're going to start in verse 37, and y'all join me in reading God's word together. Don't read out loud with me because my pace was probably not the same as yours. Okay, and here it says, And and Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, Truly this man was the Son of God. There were also women looking on from a distance, among them uh, whom were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the the mother of James, the younger of Joseph and Salome. When when he was in Galilee, they followed him and ministered to him. And there were also many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. Verse 42, and when evening had come, since it was the day of preparation, that is the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a respected member of the council, who was also himself looking for the kingdom of God, took courage and went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate was surprised to hear that he he should have already died. And summoning the centurion, he asked him, whether he was all, already, already dead. And when he learned from the centurion that he was dead, he granted the corpse to Joseph. And Joseph bought a linen shroud and taking him down, wrapped him in the linen shroud and laid him in a tomb that had been cut out of the rock. And he rolled a stone against the entrance of the stone. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was laid. They knew where he was. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for your word. Uh, we thank you for your holy and perfect word. We, Lord, I ask this time as we talk about your son, his death on the cross, and him rising up again, uh, Lord, that you just bless this time. May your word just speak to us. Uh, may it, may it um, just stick uh, in our hearts and lives. And Lord, um, use um, me, who is, is a, a broken man, to speak to broken people. Uh, your perfect truth tonight. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, have a seat. Question number one I just want to pose to you is the question is this, did Jesus really die? Did he really die? Now, this is something that skeptics, those who don't believe in God or believe in in Jesus and what he did, that's what they say, oh, well, he probably didn't, didn't really die. He just passed out on the cross. And when he when they got him down, he sort of came, he sort of came to because the cold air in the tomb it was it was like whoo and he woke up. I mean, and there's there's really or or you know the, he just didn't die. you know the 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 key is that he he passed out or it was all faked to make him look like he died so that they could say he rose again. And the greatest proof that we have that he he did die is eyewitness accounts. Something that you see see the greatest proof I have. And friends of mine have that my life has been changed by Christ is those that knew me before Christ. I, I gave my life to Christ and those that know me now. Because they, with their eyes and with their ears and with the, uh, every sense that they have, can see the difference in me. And maybe, probably not the way I smell, but they can, they, they can see the difference in, 
in, in me and who I was. So eyewitness account is, is huge. So I want you to look, if you've got your Bibles, or if, and if you don't, I know your, your, your memory is so great, you can just file back as what I just read. And, and I want you to look at who saw Jesus dead and believed that he was dead in the story. Starting in verse 37, when he, it says that he uttered his, he breathed his last, who saw him dead? Just take a minute to look because eyewitness account is huge. Because you see, there was a fear among the leaders of the day that they would do something with him and say that he was a great man. So they were trying to watch and make sure no tricks were played in that he really died. So who was the first one that in the story we talked about um, that saw him dead? Anybody? Centurion, who says, and it says, that's good, and it says this, um, and when the centurion, in verse 39, who stood facing him, right beside him, okay, looking at him, saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, truly this man was the son of God. Centurion, someone who was, quote, not on the same team, maybe before that he may have became on the team at that point, but up to that point, he had, he had not been a follower of Jesus. The, the first one who, who claims this is the centurion. Who else do we see in the story? That's right. That's right. The, the mother, the Mar Marys, and, and more women who were there, who stood there and, and, and witnessed his death and wept through it and, and did not leave him, um, saw him dead and be believed him and saw accounted for him to, to be dead. Okay, good. Who, who else in the story? Joseph of um, um, Arimathea. Okay, so it says in, in verse 43 that he respected member of the council who was also himself looking for the kingdom of God, took courage and went to Pilate and asked to see Jesus. Jesus. Is that what it says? He asked to see, he asked for what? The body. Yeah, he asked for the body of Jesus. He didn't ask for, he asked for the body of, of, of Jesus. Um, who next in the story believes he is dead and tries to ask for confirmation on it? Who? Pilate. Okay, Pilate, the one who, who has ordered his death, um, says, and he says, are you, are you, are you sure he's dead? already because he's not supposed to be dead but don't forget the cross didn't kill him it wasn't the physical part of the cross that killed him it was the weight of our sin and being separated from god who had never been separated from before when he was perfect and he became disgusting as a payment don't forget because sometimes we just miss that so Pilate believes he did and who does he ask to confirm the death since centurion I, I i don't know if it's the same one i believe it it, it very well could be this very same man, but they say, yeah, yeah, this guy's dead. Now, if this guy's lying and he's caught lying, what will occur to him? Man, they will lop his head off pretty quick, right? Okay, so witness count believes that he's dead. Um, know that in Luke, in, in the book of Luke, it says that when he died on the cross, that the, the women were there and there was a large crowd there, and they, they beat, their, beat their breasts as they walked away, signifying that it was done, that he, that he was, there was a crowd there who saw him die. There was also, in John, I think, do I have uh, John in script, scripture in there? John verse ni ni 19, no, yes, 19 verse 33. 
that in there. Let's put that up. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. You see, it was a holy time that weekend that he died. And so they didn't want to leave these guys on the cross because that would be bad. And that would sort of taint the whole weekend. So they were going to break their their legs. Now, there was a a prophecy that said not a bone of the Savior's legs would be broken. Be broken. Not not a bone in his body would be broken. Not his legs. It's just his body. So they went to break his legs so that he could not hold himself up and breathe. And they were surprised to see that he was already dead. So one of them takes the spear. They pierce his side. It says the blood and water come out just to make sure. Hey, let me just make sure he's dead. So they pierce him in blood and water. And they say that the water has to do with a sack of water around the heart. There's a whole lot. We're not going to go into all that. But man, they're making sure he he's dead and he's being stabbed again to make sure. That he's dead, okay? Verse 39 of John 19, it says this. Also, just to tell us you know, have I got that one? Yeah. Nicodemus also, who earlier had come to him by night, came bringing a, a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds in weight. He brings all this stuff. Look at the, the next verse. It says, so they took the body and bound it in linen cloths with the, the spices. They would put the, the spices all over to prepare the body, to preserve the body. You can go ahead and knock that, that one off right now. So can I ask you this? What do eyewitness accounts that we have that we can tell say about Jesus Christ? That he died. That it wasn't like, well, he might have died. No, he died, okay? Now, how many people do you know, and just shout them out, uh, have uh, that you personally know that have died and come back from the dead. Now, everybody wants to take turns. We, do we know anybody? Probably not. It doesn't ha- happen. Death is sort of an ending that we see here. We, we don't see past it. Some goes, well, man, I saw this movie about 172 and a half minutes in heaven. It was amazing. You know, we don't know with if they, you know, you might have read those books. I just can't account. Some, if it doesn't match up, let me share this real quick. This is a quick side note. If you've read those books, if it doesn't match up with the Word of God, there's a problem with it. Because the Word of God is said to be perfect, something that we can follow, something that we can trust. And when, when someone speaks outside of this, like a guy named Joseph Smith, okay, and, and you can look that up, um, but don't. It's not worth it. Um, there's a problem with it. If it doesn't match up with this, don't believe it because it's wrong. Okay, this is what we've got to stand on. This is the only hope we have for right, for truth, for everything. So, do I believe that he, he died? Yeah, I, 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 eyewitness accounts scream it. And, and those that are in the sec, secular world, that means non-Jewish world of the time, don't dispute the fact that he was killed on a cross. Everybody seems to confirm the fact, even those that did not believe in him as the Savior say that he died on the cross. Now, the great news is this. He didn't just die on the cross, but he rose again. Okay? And there's a couple things about that, because we hear that and we go, I mean, I've heard this all my life. I know it. I've sung songs. He is risen from the dead. Come away, come away. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right, you you know these songs, we we sing them, but do we think about what it means? Because the resurrection, even as I, 
I studied this week some of this. I was refreshed by a couple things that I read about it. Um, so first, let's just read in Mark 16, verses 1 through 7. This is the, the passage here in Mark. It says, When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, brought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe. And they were alarmed, which I would have been alarmed as well. And he said to them, do, you, do not be alarmed. You seek G- Jesus of Nat, 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 Nazareth, who was crucified. He has r- risen. He is not here. See the place where they, they laid him? But go tell his disciples and, P- and P- Peter that he is going before you to Gal- 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 Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. Stop right there. All right, we see something huge occur here, and it's very important for your faith in God. Because, and, and this is okay. So the question is, what does the resurrection mean for you and for me? Those that say, "Well, I believe in Jesus. I believe that He died as a a, a payment for my sin." Why is the resurrection important? There's a couple things. I'm not going to really. Um, I don't. I'm not going to expound on them because there, there's not, nothing to expound on. First is this: death is beaten. Okay, okay, listen to me. Death is beaten. Nothing we know of beats death. When I talk to folks, and, and this is, if you talk to someone, and you, will, you know them in school, you know these folks, who go, man, I don't believe in God at all. I don't believe, I don't believe in that, in, in, in Jesus stuff. The, the question you ask them, and not in a mean way, but in a true way is, well, what happens when you die? Just ask the simple, well, what do you think happens when you die? And they might say, well, um, you know, I think I'm going to be reincarnated. And they might try and say something to most, most people will not believe you're going to be reincarnated. Some do, most won't. Some will go, I have no idea. And you go, was well, that scary at all? I mean, you think you're not going to cease to exist? You're just going to be gone? And they might go, yeah, I think we'd all just cease to, to exist. The next thing I ask them, then why do any good at all? If you live this life and... and Nothing matters in death because you're gone. Why do any good at all? There's no bar now for you to go, I'm going to be moral. I'm going to live right. I'm going to do what's right. Why do what? what if, you, if you don't, why? Now, hopefully you don't say that and they become a, a killer and anything like that. But you know, you know what I'm saying? Because this is what the thing is. I, I, I would say this, but it takes more faith for someone not to believe in God than to believe in God. I'm going to go, you really think we just came from, from stuff and we have thing called, called morals, at least somewhat morals? Everybody would agree we've got morals and, and our eye works the way it does and it's upside down in their head and it flips it all around. And you believe that's just chance? I mean, I haven't seen chance work when I'm trying to build, build something, even simple with a board and two nails, chance has not made that thing work ever. And you go, well, it took a long time. It just doesn't make sense. Death has been beaten. Um, you know what it tells me when I learned that Jesus rose from the dead? And I love, I say this statement more than to folks when I talk to them in church through all the years that I've done it. God's bigger. 
One of the greatest things that we face in this life is death. And I know one thing for sure. The resurrection tells me that God is bigger. And it's not the end. It's not the he 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 is bigger than it. You know, it also tells me um, that Jesus is who he said he was. He said that he was the son of God, that, that he said that he would come back in three days. You know, he, he said all this stuff, and they were like, what? You're crazy. You're not going to sit at the right hand of God. It, it helps prove who he said he was. <clears throat> and, and the one thing I thought of this week, which when I read and, and studied that I haven't thought of, you, do you know what his resurrection means? It means your ransom has been paid. Okay, wait, you're like, my ransom? Yes. Do you understand that in this life, you rebel, you, you sin against God, you go against him, and the only way to get in right relationship with God is through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And the fact that he rose Jesus from the dead, who had the weight of all your sin upon him, and he said, okay, the price has been paid, I accept you back. That's a paid in full receipt that you get, just like when you go to the store and you buy a, a birthday gift for Dan because you love him so much or a Christmas gift because it's Star Wars is near that that time and you want to get me something because you love me so much and you get a receipt for it in case I want to take it back. I won't take it back. Don't worry. Okay. But you get a receipt for it that says it's paid in full. Do you understand? The resurrection means it's paid in full. He took care of it. God accepted it. He accepted the payment, and it was a great payment of separation from the Son. And we don't know exactly how long he was separated, but when the sin was laid upon him, that he was separated from the Son. And when the Son came back, he said, I accept your payment in full. Man, that is really good news. That's what the gospel is about. The resurrection should go, you know what? <laughs> okay, sometimes I don't know if I can live different or not. Sometimes I don't know if I can... I can fight against the things of this world, but when I'm reminded of the resurrection and what it means and what God did for me, man, I'm going to fight for him all the more. Now, now the last thing I want to ask you is, is how can we believe in the resurrection, okay? I asked you, um, how, did, did Jesus really die? Well, did Je- Jesus really rise from the dead? And there's a great argument I want you to hear because this is something... But in school, as you talk to friends, it'll come up. In life, you go, well, why do you believe that he really rose from dead? These are some things I would say. First of all, um, uh, Romans, um, oh, I'm not going to get it. I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians first, uh, chapter 15, verse 3, 3 to 6. Take a look at this. Okay, Eyewitness accounts, very important. Paul writes about these accounts. So we can see them in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We're just not going to pull them all out. You can go and see the islands. But this is what Paul, Paul writes. For I de- delivered to you as a first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance to the Scripture, raised on the third day in accordance with the Scripture, and that he appeared to Cephas, Peter, and then to the Twelve. Then it goes on and says this. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, the some have fallen asleep. Do you understand when Paul wrote this stuff, and when this stuff was spread out, someone could have said, man, that is a lie, and there's someone who goes, no, 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 you don't understand, I was there, and it was like weeks after he was on, on that cross and dead, I was at the cross, and then I saw him again, there were people there to refute and say if it occurred or not, eyewitness account is huge, but you know what to me is bigger 
um, in eyewitness account, because we go, well, that was a long time, time, time ago. How, how can we take faith in that? Let, let's go. Um, I've got that first slide, I think, that right there that says P- Peter. On top of, of those, it says Peter crucified, maybe. You see it? Put that one up. This is, is a, a, a drawing from a famous artist, and I won't go into all, all that, um, of Peter being crucified. Okay? It says that the disciples were terrified when, G- when Jesus was, was taken to the cross and that they fled and that they hid and they were scared and they went to this room and Jesus appeared to them and they were even more afraid. And some even would go, man, I see you, but I don't believe it's you. And it took them some a while. And when the Holy Spirit came to them in Acts chapter 1-2, the Holy Spirit comes to them and all of a sudden they have this courage like you would not. Believe. Now, some go, well, they just made a pact. And go, man, we're just going to live this out with all of, of our life. People will die for a lot of things. They will die for their country because they, they, they love it. There's men and women around the world right now for the U.S. that are giving their life up for freedom. And it may not be ours, but it's for those around the world. That's going on right now. That's a real thing. Uh, and it's something we really should appreciate more than we do. Um, folks will die for those people that they love they give their life they will fight they will they they will um run into a house that's on fire to save those that they love you you will but people let me tell you this people don't die for a lie people will not die live a life that's a lie and die for that lie they just don't do it you might go well one weird 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 guy might that might be true peter we see here he said, I'm not worthy to die like my Lord was, was killed. And so he, he was crucified upside down, and he died for his faith. Next guy, look at the next, next slide. This is Andrew, a disciple, was crucified for his faith. He went to Bulgaria, it's believed. Tradition says that that's where he went, and he lived his life, and he shared his faith. And at one point... Someone got fed up with it, and he was put on a cross, and he died. Next one. This is James. There's a few accounts. They're not sure of, 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 of which account is true on James. If it was by the sword, some say that he was beaten to death, uh, uh, but it was done by Herod. You, you read about it in Acts 12, verses 1 and 2. Okay, so when the book of Acts was written, uh, James is put to death for his faith. These are traditional accounts. Some people go, oh, I'm not sure that's it. So some have a few accounts. So uh, I'm not going to go through them all. This, uh, don't go to the, ne- the next slide. The, the next guy on my list is a guy named John. Now, John um, didn't, wasn't, was the only dis- dis- di- disciple after Christ's death that wasn't martyred for his faith. Don't, don't go there. That's not John. Um, John was exiled to the island of Patmos. Uh, but uh, and so, but he was active in sharing our faith. He wrote a book, uh, quite a, f- a few in here, but the one that you you would know the most was to be the book of Revelation. Okay, okay. So he he wrote that in exile, and God was merciful to him, and He spoke to him, and He used him even then. Uh, the next one, look at the the next slide now. Is um, this is a. Philip, it's just tradition says, some say it, some don't. It's, that's Philip on the, on, on the left, Bartholomew on the right. Where some believe they were crucified at the same time. They say that Philip 
even as he hung upside down with sharing Christ with all that would hear. Uh, some traditions even say that, uh, that some of the men that heard were so moved that, that, that they took Bartholomew down uh, and Philip died before they could get him down. But I don't know what that account is. But the, the fact is, um, they died for the faith. The next one here is uh, old Doubting Tom, Thomas. They're, they're, they're running a spear through him. It's believed he went to India and uh, shared his faith. And uh, I think I believe that he died there. A spear or a lance, they say, is what went through him and killed him as he was sharing the gospel there. Matthew, they believe, went to Ethiopia. He was killed with a sword, they believe, uh, sharing his faith all of his days up until the day that he died. Uh, James the Lesser, uh, a few accounts I could be mixed up on this, but there's two James there. One says he was thrown off a mount. One says he was crucified. They believe that he was in uh, Egypt is where he went to share his faith and and, and to speak up until the day that he died. Um, Jude or Thaddeus, um, I thought this was interesting. You go, well, how did he die? Well, he was killed with an axe. And some of the pictures of him that you find, a lot of it has him holding the instrument that, that put him to death for, for his faith. The last one here is, is, uh, is a, a sculpture there that's Simon the Zealot. They believe he was sawed, sawed in half for his faith. Um, <clears throat> every one of them, from when they saw Christ again and when the Holy Spirit came into their life, they lived their life with a courage. You go, how did they do it? And every one of them died. You go, wow, do I really want to follow God if that's going to be what it is? You wonder if God allowed that to occur for times like this when we hear it and we go, oh, it's more than just a game. Was the, the resurrection real? Would all of these men die for a lie? They believed it was true because they saw it was true. Every one of them. They weren't, they weren't nuts. Not all ten of them. They're not going to be like, oh, these guys were crazy. No, someone is going to break in that time. But none of them did. Man, the resurrection should affect our lives. It occurred. It's big. You go, man, I don't know if I can live my faith out. Yeah, you can. You're going to... St- stumble, you're going to fall, you're going to struggle. Get up, honor him with your life, do what's right. Well, how do I know what to do? you got to read this. If you're going, well, I'll just wait to hear what Dan's got to say each week. Dan doesn't have near enough good stuff to say for you to be fed worth a flip. You've got to be reading this, going, okay, God, what do you want from my life, and how can I honor you? And then you've got to do it. And some of you may think, man, but I feel like I'm all alone. You, you might be. You might, you might be, but when you begin to fight for, for your faith, others will, will see you, I firmly believe, and will come up around you, but you've got to fight for it. The resurrection was real. Did he die? Yes. Did he rise again? Yes. What's so important about that? Because, man, the ransom was paid. Man, your debt, your sin date, it's taken care of because God's that big. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you so much um, for the gift of your son. Lord, help us by, be moved by the fact that you love us that much. And I, can't under, I don't understand that love, but you do. I thank you, God, that you're bigger than even death. 
Uh, and Lord, help us not to fear things of this world, but help us to trust you. And um, thank you for the disciples that we read about who you gave a courage to that you want to give the same courage to us who lived a life to give you honor and glory no matter the cost. And that's what we want, to give you honor and glory no matter the cost. In Jesus' name, amen. Don't forget the fall retreat. Make sure you cross out your name or check your name or add your name if you're interested next weekend. Thank you.